Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. For today's episode, the Slut Next Door's new friend, Jilly Horror Show, and I are reading listeners' anonymous kinky confessions. I ask my followers to anonymously confess their naughty secrets to be read on this podcast, and boy, are they juicy. <laughs> and I just had to bring on Jilly Horror Show again, because who doesn't want to hear Jilly Horror Show read Kinky Confessions and that delicious British accent of hers. Before we get started, I want to take a moment to thank my Patreon perverts. To my highest tier, my special lovers, Juan, Kevin, Movi, Nigel, Nate, NSFster, Patrick, and Spirit. And to my friends with benefits tier, I know I'm a sinner, Moondogger, Red Ferret, and Todd. And last but not least, my one night stand tier, Elle and Mitch. Thank you all for supporting Sluts and this podcast. Now, let's get into the episode. Here we go. Okay, so for today's episode, I brought on Jilly Horror Show again. Hello, Jill. Hi, Miss B. <laughs> and I just had to bring her on, well, for a few reasons. Um, the last episode we did was really unpacking her as a as a kinky, slutty woman. And I just really got along with her and, and loved her. So you might see her just come on uh, for various episodes because uh who doesn't want to not hear her voice <laughs> <laughs> and i think this one was perfect to invite her on so what i did is i wanted to collect kinky confessions as well as goon confessions because i do have a lot of men that are self-proclaimed pornosexuals and they don't have sex so included the goon confession. So any, you know, fun little embarrassing or sexy self-love stories, confessions. Uh, but anyways, and Miss Jill, she also helped spread this out to collect some anonymous kinky confessions. So we're going to take turns reading through the anonymous confessions that were sent in. And so these are from real people out there that want their kinky confessions, you know, pushed out into the world. It's great, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and okay, so let's just hop onto it. So we're gonna we're gonna read through them and kind of just uh, give our opinions or our reactions, just kind of commentate on it, if you will. So um, I'll go ahead and start with the first one. Here's our first kinky confession. So our anonymous user says, 
about a decade ago, I was at a music festival with my at-the-time partner. One morning, I wake up, exit our tent, and sit in our camp, and just after one of the roaming vendors has passed by, and I have bought coffee and a couple bagels for my partner and I, she exits the tent, wolfs down her bagel, and inhales her coffee, then complains about being more hungry, so I suggest she blow me for some morning protein. Seconds later, she was showing me. She'd finally managed to learn to deep throat me, all the while people are walking by, less than four feet away, and able to see exactly what is going on. Some with approving smiles and others with a death stare of indecency. Still a decade later, and it is one of the best blowjobs I ever got to this day. <laughs> so what do you think about that, Jill? She's a woman after my own heart. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. I've, exhibitionism is definitely a thing for me, and that, that is something that I would be very keen to do as well. Mm. Um, I actually I went to a music festival, I think I was about 18 at the time, um, and uh, I was trying to sleep. It was late at night after all the bands had been on. And I realized, oh, and also I was crammed into the t this really small tent. I was crammed in with two other friends and they were both asleep, snoring their heads off. <laughs> and I realized I could hear two people fucking in the next mm. tent. Huh. And yeah, and it made me really horny. And I had to just bring myself off while I was listening to them and my mates were right there asleep next to me and I felt quite disgusted myself but I could not could not help it so um, I definitely sympathize with whoever wrote that but yeah it sounds like a lot of fun to me yes and I've been to music festivals also in my younger years and I think that was my first time like being around openly sexual people because there were you know girls walking around with painted breasts you know just paint on their breast and mm. nudity and everything and it, it's um it's thrilling it's mm. truly thrilling you know to to see people just simply be the horny bastards we are <laughs> oh I love it good for you guy Whoever you are, good for you. I hope you gave her a nice, thick protein uh, <laughs> dose in front of everyone. <laughs> now, here's some, imagine getting a facial in public. Oh, yeah. I'd love for people to watch me take a yeah. facial. You'd probably want to have some baby wipes in your tent, though, if you're going to do mm -hmm. that. <laughs> or, you know, you could always be like, can someone help me? Can someone come? Like the cum off of my face. <laughs> we should start going to festivals again. Right. <laughs> All right. So now your turn, Jill, our next confession. Okay. A few years ago, my dad and stepmom would go to the gym on Saturday mornings. So every time they left, I'd get up, sneak into their room and dig a pair of my stepmom's dirty panties out of the hamper and sniff them and jerk off with them. It felt so wrong, but that's what made it so hot and exciting. I'd shove one of her dirty thongs right in my face and take huge sniffs while jerking off with the other one wrapped around my dick. 
The scent of her pussy drove me wild and my fantasies became dirtier and dirtier every time I did it and eventually led to me discovering my mummy kink. On a final note, I did make sure to never get any cum on any of the panties or on anything else. How considerate. So as far as I know, my stepmom has no idea what went on while she was away. Wow, what a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> I I personally I personally love this one. I, I don't know about you, Jill, but how many times have you heard, you know, it all started for me whenever I smelled my first pair of panties. <laughs> how many times have you heard that? I've definitely heard similar things for sure yeah and I've had people steal my knickers before as well oh holy shit wow I don't know if I've ever had mine stolen I mean they'd been in my house they'd like I knew who these people were but it wasn't like they just stole them off the washing line but um yeah yeah (laughs) well you know I've mailed my panties to people (laughs) yes Uh, that's how I got started in the sex work biz oh yeah he's doing the used panties deal Um, it's pretty easy work really it is and (laughs) you know it's very it's a very intimate experiment or experiment experience you know uh, because you do at least I did I would tease them you know with pictures look here's me wearing your panties (laughs) yeah yeah exactly now send me a picture you with them in your mouth yes, yes. <laughs> I I quite enjoy the image of a man just like um inhaling panties and jerking off it turns me on mm. because it's so primal and animalistic just like absolutely mm. I mean and that's one of the reasons why pussy has a scent because it it's you know mm. it's designed to turn people on it's, that's that's one of the reasons wow I'm turned on Okay. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Mm. Okay. So this is a kinky confession. Our anonymous user says, the first time I ate ass, I had to gag every few seconds. Well, it was really hot doing it, kneeling behind her, burying my face between her cheeks. I just couldn't stop this gag reflex. Everything was very clean, but there was still a taste and texture I just didn't expect. You know, this is quite heartbreaking for this fella or woman, let's not assume a gender, but for this person, because it sounds like they really, really want to eat ass. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're just like, I can't do it. And that's totally fine. I know people that like the taste and texture you know it's something I think I think we have different tastes right I think some people love pussy some people don't love eating pussy some people love eating ass some people don't you know so I I mean I I think I mean maybe we this this is only the first time that this person might have mastered the problem by now you never know Mm. Um, because I mean um you know when I first started giving blowjobs for example I definitely gagged I've got a got it pretty much under control now I would say unless it's a really huge cock but um I definitely gagged and um you kind of train yourself you know that's that's 
part of it, I guess, and until it doesn't happen anymore. So, you know, practice makes perfect. It's uh, it's all going to be okay. Just push on through. Keep eating us. It's all going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Keep practicing is what she says. Exactly. Eat more ass. That is my prescription. (laughs) (laughs) It is like, I'm trying to think of the times I have eaten ass. It is, it is different um i think but, it's i think it's what's in your mind isn't it I yes yeah. yes as long yeah, as and it does reasons. sound like this guy like was um freaking himself out maybe. yes definitely i think as long as everybody is hygienic and clean then i think it's okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's really the, the bare minimum that we can ask from people isn't it yeah yeah like i'm very particular if i know i'm doing anal play i am yeah, there's a whole whole fucking process mm. because I like to feel comfortable. Absolutely. I don't want him to gag. That's the thing. I don't want that to happen. Nobody wants. Well, some people do want it, I suppose. But yes, this is true. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree, and that's why it's um, frustrating when guys um, just think that they can go for it and stick it in your ass without any prelude, because obviously there's prep involved. Yes. Yes. Do not do not shove it in there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our next kinky confession, Jill. Okay. Uh, I fantasized about my aunt, not biological. She's a wife of my uncle. So I fantasized about her for a while after having a dream about her. In the dream, she somehow hacked or manipulated my phone so that sometimes nude pictures of her would pop up. (laughs) At first, it would be really short, which made me wonder what happened. And then the pictures appeared for longer and longer. And eventually, I masturbated or was mind-controlled to masturbate while they were appearing. And in the dream, the next time we met at a family gathering, she knew. And the look she gave me was a knowing smile like your mind fuck that's hot <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that could inspire some of your um mind control hypnosis right? type um yeah yeah i like love this fodder yeah it really is it's like a prompt for an audio right there your mind <laughs> um i find it so so sexy that um people will fantasize about and not just like an an aunt um co-workers and you know friends of their uh wives of friends Mm -hmm. I find it so sexy that some men spend so much like years you know building these women up in their head and Mm -hmm. using the current term for that simping over them I just find that so hot. Like, I hope someone's doing that. I'm sure they are. I'm sure multiple (laughs) people are. The only thing I would say is that if I if I fantasize about or if I sexy dream about somebody, for example, um, I then get really shy when I see them in person (laughs) afterwards, and I can't make it like meet their eyes because I'm just Mm. like, oh, they can see into my brain and they know they know what I'm Or you could find yourself in this kind of situation where just pictures appear on your phone of them. and All that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I think there's something also to be said. I think a lot of men fantasize about this where a woman just 
takes control and she's like, you know, you're, you're fucking mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're my little bitch. (laughs) Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That is a lot of fun. Yes. Wonderful story, dear. I love that. Um, Okay. The next confession. Here we go. Here's a confession of a one night stand from when I was in my late twenties. I met a girl of a similar age in a nightclub. She was stunning and had the most amazing tits. Anyways, we headed off and it soon became apparent we were both horny as fuck. We went outside to find somewhere to take it further. She had me by the hand and led me into a prominent city center church grounds. We found a flat grave and being the gentleman I was, I laid down and let her get on top. We were fucking hard bareback. And I have an absolute clear memory of asking her if she was on the pill and could I come inside of her, to which her reply was, fuck yes, do it. (laughs) I did, of course. I came hard and flooded her pussy. The sad thing is I don't think I ever knew the girl's name. (laughs) And if I did, I forgot it. Unlike the memory, of course, which I relive to this day. When I visit my home city and drive past that church, I often wondered whose grave it was and did I make them turn? Turn in it. Turn in it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Turn in the grave grave and give them a smile. (laughs) I love that. I like to think I gave them a smile, hopefully as big as my own. (laughs) Oh, sacrilegious. (laughs) And that's quite... um, I love that they're including the person in the grave. Can't forget about them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the relatives of that person weren't um, aware of it later. (laughs) Um, Well, and at least the cum was inside. Like it wasn't like spread on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever fucked in a graveyard? No, I haven't. No. Have you? No, I ha- I have a want to. I think that would be very um, thrilling at yeah. night, you know? There's um, there's one um, really near my house, so maybe I should, um, mm. yeah, pay a visit and, yeah. Um, I do I do like that one. Um, I wonder if she was actually on the pill or if she <laughs> was just saying, yes, I want you to do it anyway. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I wonder if this guy is now, like, got a baby somewhere that it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) who knows (laughs) I thought the same thing because you know I I sometimes in the moment you you say things that you really don't mean (laughs) (laughs) and especially when it comes to coming I think most women are like fuck yes come inside me yeah yeah definitely that's a big thing for me I've got to say inside yeah yeah totally and all over yeah I would think for for over yeah me too. I would think for facials I, I I like a guy to come all over my cunt and then fuck it back inside me oh god yeah that's ridiculously horny mm, that's I, don't, I don't know why that specifically but I can rarely persuade anyone to do it because they don't want to pull out mm, yeah that's a thing a lot of men don't like to interrupt that uh yeah flow, and plus it, it obviously feels much nicer if they're inside yeah. me yeah. but you know 
There is also something very, very thrilling for me to have come in my ass. Yes. Because it's not supposed to be there. Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. I do not believe our assholes are made to be fucked, but um, I love having mine fucked. Not all the time. Treats. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm the same. Occasional, occasional. And Mm -hmm. it's got to be somebody who actually knows how to do it safely (laughs) and correctly because so few people apparently do. But yeah, I agree. I think that's the epitome of sluttiness, isn't it? Mm, Yes. Getting turned on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're just like like, uh, having a horny old time. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's all about. Is it your turn or my turn? I can't remember. It's my turn, I think. Got it. Um, Okay. One of the advantages of having keys to my workplace and also having an affair with one of my work colleagues meant that we had lots of opportunities to get up to naughty fun. Well, we thought it was naughty and fun anyway, like the time that we had a little revenge on a particularly nasty accounts lady who used to bark at my girlfriend regularly for no apparent reason. We stayed behind one evening and fucked on the accounts lady's desk. It started with <laughs> it started with me sitting on the account lady's chair totally naked as my girlfriend gave me head. Jeez, as if that didn't feel good enough lifting my girl onto the desk with her bare ass firmly planted in the middle of the accounts lady's workstation <laughs> legs spread and eager to take my cock was mind blowing we didn't stop there though because after both orgasming we made sure we coated everything we could belonging <laughs> to the accounts lady <laughs> with our mixed sex juices including her clean teacup her phone, her phone, uh, the mouth and earpiece of her phone, her pens, her computer mouse, and the best bit, we made sure we rubbed some on a beloved photo of the accounts lady smiling while she was getting an award from the boss. <laughs> we put it right where her smiling mouth was. Safe to say, we smiled too the next day as we saw our DNA-coated things being used. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wonder if the accounts lady was going, my pen smells a bit funny. (laughs) (laughs) My desk is a bit sticky. (laughs) Wow. Wow. This was like full on commitment. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that is committed, isn't it? You better hope that there wasn't like a crime committed in the office the next day and then they um, (laughs) use like UV light. To, oh <laughs> to see who the who the culprit was oh my god <laughs> that would have been awkward yes the clean teacup i don't know where that got me but it did. <laughs> 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 so it's kind of easy uv light um janice did you know that all of your possessions were covered in jizz <laughs> <laughs> and you know i had a i had a really nice um vision of these two people like (laughs) you know like swiping themselves like between their legs and just wiping it this will teach her fucking bitch (laughs) she's got jizz on her mug now oh shit (laughs) this was good this was good good for you guys (laughs) that felt amazing (laughs) 
But you know, like, I don't know how long ago this was, but I would be afraid with the amount of like cameras that are apparent in so many buildings. Yeah, Yeah, true. Yeah, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be ideal, would it? How do you talk yourself out of that? (laughs) You can't. Yeah. Why were you (laughs) coming on Janice's picture frame? Poor Janice. (laughs) She's been a real bitch. Jeez. Oh, that one was good. That one was really good. Oh, all right. Next confession is actually a goon confession. All right. So they say, here is my one and only goon confession. I was on a three-day goon session, watching as much porn and as many PMV files as possible, as I possibly could, during the three-day stint even to the extent of having videos and files playing while I was getting ready to go out with my wife one night for dinner. Incidentally, my wife has no idea of my goon fetish or activity and would almost certainly disapprove of it if she did find out. So, imagine my heart start to pump hard and my loins burst with nervous excitement as my wife came into my room asking me to zip her dress up. And here's the bit of the tale that makes me smile. She actually started to dance to one of Noodle Dude's PMV files that I had playing. (laughs) Luckily, it was faced away from my wife's view. After being zipped up, she complimented me on my choice of music and walked out of my room still dancing to his beat. Mm. The situation and close call made me smile and certainly added to my resumed goon session when I returned to it later that evening. Hee <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to explain um, what PMV stands yes. for. Uh, yes. Everybody will know. And we'll, and we'll plug also that there is a whole um, Slut Next Door episode with Mr. Noodle Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, PMV is a porn music video where these very talented mm, editors I guess you can call them piece together the best bits of porn and they make it into basically a music video where music is playing it's often uh, very how would I describe the music it's very sometimes it can be a little trippy but it's definitely upbeat right to go with the actions of masturbating that quick movement mm. um so yeah, so uh, that's a PMV. Highly suggest them, especially Noodle Dude. My goodness, he is so talented, um, and he does use some very good music. So I, I love the fact that the poor wife is just. Oh, I <laughs> just like this music. Innocently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a guy that I was talking to this week. Um, he was stroking his cock for me and um, he's in a, a sexless marriage and um, his wife kept walking in to talk to him um, while he was in the middle of it and um, that was an added thrill for him mm. um, and I insisted that he photograph it for me um, <laughs> which, <laughs> which added to the excitement as well. Love it yeah I it's always fun the little sneaky things that that we can do even if it's not married men like sneaky things you can do at work and you know yeah. at a family think... event go in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. rub and one think, out 
exactly. I think when you're instructed to do so, um, yes. that that makes an enormous difference too, doesn't it? It really, really does. Yeah, it enables somebody's filthiness. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Next confession. I left my ex tied up and ball gagged in bed while I had my drug dealer and his girl in the next room. I left her there for about 15 minutes with the vibrator running while I bought some mushrooms. Came back to find the bed drenched and a wet pussy waiting for me. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm assuming that he is very thrilled, or she, uh, with the idea of his very submissive partner there being waiting like the good girl she is mm, yeah <laughs> coming she's, and coming she's obviously pretty thrilled by it too yeah yeah I have a I love the porn scenes I don't think I've ever seen or participated in this in real life but when someone straps the vibrator to the thigh and mm-hmm. you're strapped down so you can't move it mm-hmm. wow because I know you know, Jill, when those, you know, like a Hitachi wands, if you mm-hmm. come, it's so sensitive. Yeah. And you have that just stay there. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I'm willing. I'm willing to experience that. <laughs> <laughs> willing and able. Yeah. Well, th- maybe you could be the next one that's, that's uh, <laughs> while he gets his deal around. Yes. <laughs> yes. Preferably bring the bring the dealer and the girl in yeah absolutely that's yeah. that's exactly that's what I was kind of hoping yeah let them have a little fun as well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right here's our next confession our anonymous user says I love to spray let me start over I didn't say that right our next anonymous user says I love to spray my bedding with my morning piss as often as possible. The damp sheets turn me on so much. When I can't snag a hookup to hose me down on the weekends, I'll spend my downtime using my bed as a urinal all day. I'm a trans man, so pissing is the closest I can get to ejaculating without a functional dick. It's so satisfying to piss all over my bedding that I don't even care if I can get myself to orgasm. Okay. Well, first of all, we can definitely say that this is an absolute piss whore, (laughs) piss blood, however you want to name it. So actually, I am very fascinated by the need for piss. You know, because they say they have, you know, if they don't have a hookup to hose me down. I love that they use hose me down. <laughs> if they don't have a hookup to hose me down with piss, then I'm going to do the pissing. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of taking control over if there's something that you want to be able to do, but you, you're not able. I guess mm. it's kind of trying to make that happen, isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I must admit, um, I would be reluctant to um, have someone piss all over my bed, but I mean that's obviously yeah. different strokes for different folks. Mm, yes, yeah. When I do any kind of pee play, it's uh, we got a not a tarp, but you know, yeah. like a similar 
Yeah, because um, I love my bed dry. Yes, me too. <laughs> I even I even put the towel down when I masturbate because you know, you know what happens sometimes. <laughs> Get a little wet. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I actually love that. Um, it's it's something that I think I truly learn from trans people consistently. Like this, they say, this is the closest I can get to ejaculating with, without a functional dick. So, I mean, that's great that you you can have this way to, because, yeah, pissing, even when you're pissing out of a pussy, is quite ejaculating, isn't it? Like a <laughs> I've definitely been so desperate for a piss that it felt amazing when I had one. Oh God, yeah, I love those. <laughs> really love those, um, particularly. So, um, okay, excellent. Our little piss slut there. Um, our next confession, Jill. Okay, a BBC changed the trajectory of my life. I have always been interested in cuckold porn, and I identified with the bull while watching it. In my mind, it was only something that happened in porn. In an attempt to make me mad or jealous, my ex-girlfriend was telling me about her new boyfriend. She said that he was a black man and he was bigger than me and better at sex and sent me a few videos of them fucking. I couldn't stop thinking about it and I watched it over and over. He was clearly superior physically. It opened my eyes to what sex could be. I completely spiralled knowing that I would never be able to provide sex like that. I wanted to prove I wasn't a bitch like those cucks in pornos. I got super insecure and vulnerable and needy and she was by my side the entire time giving me the humiliation and degradation I needed to put me in my place and keep me there and letting me see more and more examples of their superiority. It has been humbling, but we get along so much better now that I didn't argue or have opinions or tell her what to do. And she even agreed to be my girlfriend as long as it was an open relationship and I was caged and I let her install Life360 on my phone. I have been cucked and even sucked dick, all because she decided to text me that day. <laughs> Now, what is what is Life three hundred and sixty? Is that some kind of chastity app? Mm, no, it's a, um, a not a tracker, but I, I don't know. The, like you turn it on, like um, let's say that you and I are married, Jill. And oh, I went, <laughs> yes. I went, <laughs> <laughs> and we both agree. Um, you know, let let's have this on, so you know, in case of emergency, you always know where I'm at, so it shows you uh, your location at all time. Usually, people use it in families, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I uh, this is just a classic. Well, yeah, it is. Cl I I would say this is a classic cuckold birth here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just. I, I did find it interesting too that he was like I did like cuckold but I identified with the bull mm. so that's interesting so he started off loving it uh, being the fucker if you will mm. 
And, um, you know, I, I've, I've said it on this podcast before. I, I, I do love, I have, (laughs) (laughs) okay. When I did this episode, people pointed out how turned on I got. So (laughs) recognizing the way my voice changes, I do love the way black men have fucked me. They just fuck different, um, better. (laughs) Now that's not, I've had a couple white guys do the same short, but, um, you know, the size, the size queen, the size and yeah, you know, it's kind of like when you have preference for a dessert, you know, or food, I really like, uh, chocolate and peanut butter (laughs) where someone might like a hot fudge sundae. Absolutely. I mean, for me, it's down to what that person is like rather than their background. But I am really into and becoming much more into the whole um, cuck ball dynamic. Mm. Um, Definitely. In fact, this week I recorded some um, audio porn about that exact thing. Mm. Um, And it, it is a lot really, especially for the woman, it's an enormous amount of fun because you're being completely decimated by somebody's amazing dick and you're also you know um lovingly torturing um your cuck as well who's getting an enormous amount of pleasure and ideally worshiping your feet as well it's just a really great combination (laughs) i highly you know if you are that type of woman though if you do have some sexual like power inside of you I Mm. I hope that every woman has the chance to experience it because Mm. it is so empowering it is to be in that position yeah it's very gratifying I agree yeah and I think that (laughs) I Mm. think that our friend here that gave the confession I always love to hear those stories about, because cuckold can be, at least for the man, so the man, the cuck, mm. is such a mental torture. It's mental sadism, and they mm. have to be a mental masochist. Mm. And I find that so delicious. <laughs> and I've always, I've always argued um, through this podcast, you know, because some people have very negative views on on cuckold like I had a man once say that cucks are bitches of men they are not men and that really pisses me off because they Mm -hmm. are I would argue that they are more and this is gonna sound funny more man than you because Mm -hmm. they are able to set aside their ego and you know say I'm gonna let my woman yeah fuck someone that is going to fuck her better than me or maybe maybe not you know some cucks are like perfectly capable in the bedroom they just like to feel that way um but I couldn't do it I I'm telling you right now I could not I'd be like no (laughs) I, I agree I agree yeah I think it takes really an enormous amount of kind of confidence in a way um, I mean mm. or security in, yes. in yourself um yeah. yeah for sure it's quite sort of brave really especially it if, um it's it, the person that is getting fucked is someone you're you treasure 
um mm-hmm. that that's got to be hard to watch even if it is horny you know there's yeah. got to be parts of it that are, that is challenging a challenging mm-hmm. thing to do so yeah i agree yeah well you little cuck bitch <laughs> great story <laughs> i loved it in the kindest possible way of course yes <laughs> i think i know exactly who this is so um i think they loved that i probably called that called them that (laughs) (laughs) all right um my turn right Mm -hmm. okay kinky confession I was once in chastity and my girlfriend at the time was teasing me constantly all day and night if she wanted to after so many days of denial and I was so overstimulated that I asked her if I could have the day off She laughed so much and then said, beg me to stay locked. And I realized why she had laughed so hard. On your knees, I kneeled. She grabbed me hard by my face and leaned down to me and whispered sternly in my ear, I've never seen anyone beg for chastity. You better let me hear you. The neighbors better be hearing you. I gave everything I had. I gave all possible effort. I got several complaints about the yelling, and I'm looking forward to many interesting conversations. (laughs) What a good little sub. Yes. (laughs) And I I love that about subs. Sometimes they... They want the world to know how much of a slut they are. How, you know, how... um, how much of a bitch they are for their woman and mm. I just love that <laughs> shout it from the rooftops darling I definitely don't think I could ever do chastity I'm just far too uh <laughs> far too needy for that <laughs> <laughs> you know um I'm currently uh doing <laughs> I can't let on too much because I if if my loyal fans guys are listening I don't want them to know what I truly want but I have I've been doing daily audios on no net November and it's very unclear if I want them to win or not (laughs) (laughs) and um you know that I think there's something very very thrilling to not touch because they're not touching they're not Mm. touching they're not coming and um it's been very very fun to defeat some of them (laughs) (laughs) those poor boys I know some of them are really staying staying strong and they're like I just want to be a good boy but I don't know if you want me to be a good boy so I'm confused (laughs) (laughs) it's probably the answer is probably somewhere in between isn't it Hmm. and I keep saying no one can know I want them to win All right, my darling, your turn. Okay. I once went to an adult video arcade very early in the morning, so I knew it would be empty. I loved huffing poppers and stroking to porn in the booths. The booths didn't have any doors, and I always felt very exposed. This one particular morning, I stripped naked down to my socks (laughs) and (laughs) walked around the video arcade while stroking my dick. It felt very public, even though no one else was there. I came out in the open, completely naked, except for my socks, poppered out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what a little popper slut. <laughs> you probably do need to wear at least socks on your feet in a place like that, don't you? Yes. Um, <laughs> not not uh, not the cleanest floors, I imagine. Yeah. I've, I've always been so jealous that, that this is a thing. Is it still a thing in the States that they have kind of places like this now? Even yes. in that's amazing we don't have anything like that here really no no and it would be so cool I'd totally go and try and get (laughs) some strangers to fuck me let me tell you there's this one um I haven't been yet it's 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 a couple hours from me but it is a there's booths like closed booths um Mm -hmm. and then you know, a lot of truckers are known to stop by and just kind of jerk off to whatever's going on in the booth. It's not, they're not sex professionals in there. It's just, you know, either men jerking off or women, couples, Mm -hmm. and holy shit, I want to, oh my God, I've been wanting to take like just someone to just rail the shit out of me and have people watch, you know? That sounds amazing. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, there's just, there's just nothing like that here at all. That's a shame. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they they also have glory holes at these places. Oh, awesome! Yeah. This is just an excuse for another visit to the states, I think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> visit every single one in the states. <laughs> yeah, I could make it a lovely project. Yeah, <laughs> and, and blog about it. Yeah, I could. That'd be good fodder, I think. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our next confession here. All right. I met a girl at a bar. She took me home to her place with her friend. Her friend also brought a guy home. He and I were getting hot and heavy making out on the couch. While the guy her friend brought home just kept talking and talking. I thought to myself, this guy has no game. I didn't care who was there as I started to take her clothes off and she was taking mine off too. Her friends head upstairs and we begin our fuck fest. I had her in doggy position and her friend came back down because she, quote, forgot something. I asked her if she wanted me to stop. She said, no, keep going. So like a good piece of fuck meat, I kept feeding her my meat from behind. Her friend noticed and started watching. She confessed her pussy was soaking wet. I was 100% the reason my buddy finally got some that night. Being watched while having sex was such a turn on. Her telling us how wet she was from watching me was the hottest part. Okay, well, (laughs) I have to say, I got a little throb when he said, like a good piece of fuck meat, I kept feeding her my meat from behind. Wow, way to objectify yourself in the sexiest way. That's what you wear. You wear just a piece of fuck me. As I point out, <laughs> you are a very treasured piece of fuck me. <sighs> Again, there's our uh, our friend here is an exhibitionist as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I got slightly confused about who was doing what to whom. Yeah, the general gist, um, I think, is about. Um, just carrying on um, Mm -hmm. and just giving somebody a show rather than freaking out and hiding yourself and putting your clothes back on just going for it brazenly and um, that is incredibly horny I completely agree Mm -hmm. if you've you've got the courage Mm -hmm. 
to do it. But I think in this situation, it was probably felt like a safe-ish bet to yeah. just keep going. So yeah, very sexy. I think he liked the fact that he helped someone get laid as well, you know, from his show. Yeah. It's like I turned around so much, she had to go get <laughs> fucked. I think he likes that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> She, I don't know it sounded he was saying that the other guy didn't have much game so yeah. maybe maybe the girl should have just joined him and and, and his partner right. sounds, <laughs> sounds like he's got the fuck meat to do it <laughs> definitely deliver oh, all right let's do our next kinky confession okay this one is a short one but very potent <laughs> I see a woman more than twice my age semi-regularly she straps me down and whips me before pegging me. Rar. Love that. <laughs> I am loving that. Like I'm almost speechless. Like well how, much, how much of that do you identify with <laughs> in your own life? Like all of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. I was just thinking that. I want to do all of it. Yes, please. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. It's just hot. Like, no, for yeah. you. The only thing I would say about pegging is that I never fail to be disappointed when I put a strap on on because I don't have any sensation in it as if it was a real cock. Mm, yeah. And yeah. some tiny part of my brain expects me to be able to feel something and I and I obviously can't because it's <laughs> not part of my body. But um, And I'm always like just slightly sad about that fact. Mm. I would love to have a cock just for like a week or something, go and stick it in a load of people. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so jealous of people who've got one, you know. You need to find one of those ones that have, you know, like a vibrator. A bit of, yeah, yeah. I have got I have got one that sort of goes inside me at the same time and, it, and that does feel nice. But, um, yeah, I just – there's no substitute, I'm sure, for actually having a real dick. That, yeah, the actual – yeah yeah and it's also it's very hard to have any real sense of cock while you're fucking with one as well because it's it's a numb appendage Mm. if you if you're a bloke and you've got a completely numb dick for some reason you know if you try and fuck with it you can't really feel what you're doing I'm sure and so it's probably comparable to that Mm. but you know we're gonna make the best of it haven't we you know on my on my strap on it's it's not like a panty. It's just the way the strap goes. There's this one piece that that's right there, like where the gusset of a panty would be. And um, there is a really huge white spot. (laughs) (laughs) And I always get so um, fascinated by that. I'm like, wow. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like visibly dripping wet. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you probably wouldn't do these things if you didn't find them horny, would you? Mm, yeah. All right. Our um, last but not least, uh, kinky confession. Here we go. I love being a stud to couples that enjoy BNWO fetish, which, by the way, if you don't know what that is, that is Black New World Order fetish. I can't help that I have a genuine attraction to white women, but the six couples I've played with, as well as stag, vixen hookups, have been some of the filthiest sex I've partaken in. I really enjoy humiliating some of the men for those that are into it. 
by smacking my hard cock across their faces or making them give me a blowjob before I fuck their wives. My favorite thing, though, are the wives who degrade their man or their men while they swallow my cock. Whether it be before I fuck their woman or a short pause in the action or cleaning me off after I've seated their wives' sweet, sweet pussies. Drooling face emoji. Oh, yes, before I forgot. Or, oh, yes, before I forget. Some of the husbands, cucks in this case, they can suck cock like a champ when coerced by their woman, and I love it. <laughs> wow. Thank you for giving us a, a bull or a stag kind of point of view because you know I often talk to the cuckies so this was great Mm. and I'm I'm reminded of this one time that I I had a bisexual cuck and so each bull I would go meet I'd have I'd bring that up I'd be like hey are you interested in perhaps getting your cock sucked by a man it's okay if not Mm. and there was this one man the the way he said it it just Oh, it just shook me in the best way. He was like, I don't give a shit. There's just, that just means there's an extra mouth in the room. I was <laughs> like, huh, okay. <laughs> um, and so you, um, I, I often ask my bulls just their ideas, you know, like, how do you feel about this? You know, um, is it just a way to have sex or are you into this? And all of them would mention kind of the same things you're mentioning that it, it just really turns me on to be, you know, as someone mentioned before the fuck me, you know, just the yeah the stud in the room. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. I'd be slightly, um, not uh, afraid, but um, tentative to bring up that the bisexuality element because some guys can be a bit sort of funny about it. Yes, and obviously don't want to genuinely make people unhappy or uncomfortable. Um, yes. But um, the guys that are into it, I find it insanely sexy. I mean, I watch uh, gay porn myself, like as in guys fucking, because yeah. it's it really turns me so on. Yes, I love seeing that kind of thing. I have had a threesome with two bisexual men before, um, and it was just unbelievably hot. Mm, So, uh, yeah, um, that's an awesome uh, confession. It really is. I love the the just pure dominance, you know. They're like, you know, this is what I like, and Mm. I'm going to give it to these wives, sweet, sweet pussies. (laughs) I love that. And he and he likes the dominant woman. I like that too. I like that he likes that. Mm, yeah, Which, they're probably partners in crime in that scenario, aren't they? In a sense, yes. And I will say that you know, from my experience in it, when I would get a little bit humiliating and degrading with my cuck, the the bull would fuck harder. Mm. Uh, or if I, you know, obviously praised his his cock and his ability he'd fuck harder it just was cuckold is such a delicious <laughs> it's, it's one it's of my favorites really fun isn't it yeah uh, yeah <laughs> okay well you know i've got to go masturbate now <laughs> 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 so jill i figured we'd end this episode with 
sharing our own kinky confessions. They're not anonymous, (laughs) (laughs) but I have a problem. You're like me. You don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. No. (laughs) Well, why don't you go first, darling? What is your one of your kinky confessions? Um, I do have a kind of favorite naughty thing that I did once, which was a few years ago now. Um, and as I mentioned, exhibitionism is a thing for me. Um, and I was at the time working on a reception desk in a busy office and, uh, I was really horny and I was talking to a guy on, it was MSN messenger that dates it, that dates it. <laughs> but I just happened to remember that that was the, uh, the client of That's choice. Great. Um, and, um, yeah. And so we were kind of talking dirty to each other. He was getting me horny. Um, the office wasn't super busy, but it, there were plenty of people there and the, um, reception desk was pretty exposed as well so there wasn't even a modesty panel um that sort of went from waist height to the floor so anybody who walked into the main door of this building or really if any of my colleagues had stood up from where they were sitting they they would have seen me straight away and at one point I did try pushing a marker pen into my pussy which (laughs) felt amazing Mm -hmm. but it was difficult to kind of be discreet while um mm. while doing that um I took a call at one point as well when I was in the middle of it um God. yeah um and then what really worked for me which is this this crazy kind of technique that um I suppose I suppose the situation hasn't come up since but mm. um so I was sitting if you're sitting upright um in a chair and then you slide a pen or a pencil it needs to be like a smooth pencil or something vertically down into your underwear it kind of just goes in between your labia and over your clit so if you just draw the pencil vertically up and down it's it stimulates you without you needing to actually take your clothes off on reception so yeah Yeah. so so I, I sort of hit on on this technique and um he was just furiously talking filth to me and I just had this orgasm on reception in the middle of the office I was silent but if anybody had been looking there's no way that they wouldn't have known because I had my uh my eyes closed and my head um my my head kind of tipped back and just my mouth kind of open and I was panting and writhing in my seat (laughs) Um, and it was really powerful it felt incredible and he was completely gleeful to discover that I'd actually got myself off Mm. Um, but yeah that was um, pretty naughty and I got away with it completely scot-free so that's me I I hope someone was was watching you (laughs) like in in sneakily through the wall of their cubicle and Mm. loving it (laughs) (laughs) rubbing themselves that's a exactly well I would have expected them to like come over and say something if that was the case but I suppose not everybody would have done you never know you never know what about you tell us all about your filthy escapades (laughs) (laughs) where to begin um okay so I decided to bring this one up because it's it's uh so definitive for me I was 
I started dating this guy. Um, I shouldn't say dating. We were both in it for the fucking <laughs> and, um, you know, kind of like a friends with benefits. And mm. I knew we had a, a large cock. Like it was, I cannot remember the, the actual measurement, but I will say it was definitely nine or 10. I mean, it was Oof. absolutely massive mm. and it had this really, I shouldn't say abnormal, but there was this curve that was just like no other. <laughs> so anyways, um, I had had big dick before when I was um, in my lower 20s. This was in my 30s. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'd had big, big dick before, but um, I just remember it hurting mm. um, and being slightly pleasurable. So anyways, we go to have sex for the first time, you know, start penetration. And he stops and he says, I just want to warn you, I'm about to change your life. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you, once you take this size dick, you're not going to want anything else. Oh, and, wow. That's some confidence, huh? And, and I just kind of like internally rolled my eyes. Like, yeah. okay, whatever. Well, actually, I actually rolled them. <laughs> I, um, I didn't I was nice and I was just like okay but internally I was like yeah right I'm like whatever you're just being cocky <laughs> and so um turns out <laughs> he was correct because after um our time together I only saw out humongous dick <laughs> and I'm just talking massive uh because there's just nothing you know, I know people say, oh, it's the motion. Like, I'm sorry. I- I'm here to tell you in the very most polite and sensitive way that size size does make a difference. And I think some women can can settle for the smaller. But when you have the bigger, oh, boy, <laughs> just no words. To me, it does matter. And if someone tells you differently, um, I think they're just being nice on the more nice side. Um, <laughs> that's not to say I, I'll take smaller dick. I'm not that much of a bitch. Um, <laughs> but if you if I'm in a cuckold relationship, yeah, I'm not taking small dick. You know, if I had a cuck. But, um, but yeah, yeah. So that, there's my story, my confession. I, yeah, good for you. I hope it was gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, um, um yeah, I, I mean, I do agree that I think when you've had much bigger cocks, it's very hard to settle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have I have had sex with guys who had smaller cocks, but if they were really hard and they used them with pash, panache and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> with style, they, they fucked me artfully, you know, um, then I still had an amazing time. So yeah. and that's not just me being nice. That is true. Um, but yeah, um, I must admit, um, you know, uh, when I find out that somebody is not so well endowed, I, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not their fault. So I no, feel, yeah. feel kind of bad about that, but I can't help being a, a hung, cock hungry little slut, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you understand that. <laughs> I most definitely do. <laughs> the bottom of my heart (laughs) from the bottom of my vagina (laughs) yes okay well this has been like a lot of fun (laughs) agreed 
Yeah. So thanks for coming on the uh, episode again. And if you want to find more of Jelly Horror Show or The Slut Next Door, look in the episode summary for some links. Miss mm. um, Jelly Horror Show has a fan box, right? Uh, fan view. Fan view, my bad. Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, but I'm I'm in a few other places too, so feel free to to check me out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no matter the size of your cock, she wants it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the Slut Next Door. I appreciate all the support. If you want to find where to follow myself and Jilly Horror Show. Check out the links in the episode summary, and that'll take you right where you need to go. Until next time, bye.